Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning and welcome to this week's edition of The Golf Show right here on 93.7 The Fan. I'm Mike Dedurich. I'm your host. I am here every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. Okay, we're going to go a... um, going to have a uh, like a pop quiz kind of thing and see if you can follow along with me because I had to practice this a lot to make sure I get it right and we'll see if I do okay in 2020 the first major of the year has become the last the second major of the year has been postponed to be the third The third major of the year has become the first, right? Anyway, I was just throwing that around in my head. This is PGA Championship Week, and uh, the boys are having at it in San Francisco at the uh, Harding Harding Park course, which is said to be a really good public layout. Only cost you um, two and a half, maybe closer to three to play. And after this, after the PGA is there, um, it'll probably be more than that. But they're not exactly tearing it up. Um, uh, the, the big sensation so far has been Ho Tung Lee. Um, he's a young Chinese player, shot 67-65. And he leads by a, sh- a pair of shots over Daniel Berger, uh, who is at 134 after a pair of 67s. We have some normal, uh, you know, uh, names that you would expect, uh, and some surprises: uh, Jason Day, Tommy Fleetwood, and defending champion Brooks Kepka are all at six under par. Uh, let's see who else. Justin Rose, oh, he's also six. Paul Casey, Cameron Champ, Brendan Todd, uh, who was hot uh, in the first round and got in with a 70 and is uh, also at five under. <laughs> Dustin Johnson is four under. Uh, Xander Shoffley is four under. Um, you notice I'm not mentioning guys like... Uh, Bryson DeChambeau, 
who is two under. Patrick Reed is two under. Um, uh, Roy McElroy is one under. But there are some interesting stories uh, that go deeper than what you see on the leaderboard. Roy McElroy is a um, is a prime example. Um, he hit his ball into the rough, and evidently it must have been fairly. I didn't get to see it, but he must have been pretty far into the rough because a reporter that was out there accidentally stepped on his ball, and he admitted that to McElroy when he got there. And McElroy was very cool about it, um, called an official over, and the official said, well, you can, you, can uh, you can drop it because you didn't cause that. That was caused by an outside agency, just as if a, a dog would have come running by and grabbed the ball. Um, so he drops it, and he ends up with a, a better lie than he would have had if he had played the other, you know, where the ball was originally, it kind of sat up on that nice fluffy rough that they have there. He said, um, you know what? That lies too good. Um, I hit the ball over here in a rough. I shouldn't have had a lie that good. So he placed the ball with the official right there. He placed the ball in a spot where it sat down, you know, maybe not as deep as it was as the ball that was was uh, tramped on, but it was down into the rough a little further. You know, I, I've been a Rory backer for a long time, and that's just that's just another indication, I think, of what kind of guy he is. Um, then we had Ricky Fowler who is um, an interesting character, as, as we all know, uh, coming down the stretch uh, yesterday afternoon. Uh, he had putted and left himself about a six-inch putt. Well, believe it or not, he stubbed the putt, and it went about an inch. And <laughs> he... I'll tell you why I'm laughing in a minute. He finished off and, and, and put the ball in the hole, but he made double bogey, and he missed the cut by one. That's, that's not the funny part of this story. Um, every time I see somebody do that, and I don't see it very often, especially on the PGA Tour, but when I do, I can't help but think, um, about a friend of mine who was playing in an event, I believe it was at South Point, and um, he was playing with one of our well-known pros from the area, and I'm going to not name those to uh, protect the guilty, but the friend of mine had like a, an 18-footer, something like that, and he stopped it. It went, it went about halfway to the hole, and he's just standing there staring at it. And the pro walked by him and said, don't worry, you had a bad lie. 
Yeah. You get a lot of bad lies on the greens. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see if this kid, uh, this 23-year-old, is going to be able to stand the heat now in these last two rounds. Uh, three years ago, he shot 63 in the final round of the British Open. Of course, he wasn't in contention, and shooting 63 when you're in the heat and shooting 63 when you're 49th, um, they tell me that's a totally different thing. I wouldn't know anything about shooting 63. Um, yesterday, he only hit four fairways and still shot 65. And that made him the first Chinese player to have the lead after any round of any major, which is pretty cool. Uh, as I said, Kepka is lurking, as it seems like he always is. Um, he he was was good again, just you know, like it seems like he is in every major. Um, he hit the ball a long way. He hit the ball, um, you know, some of, of the stuff that he found himself in and was able to get the club on the ball was amazing as usual. So he's in at 66, 68. Uh, as I said, two shots back. Um, as you know, he's been struggling with this left knee injury. And there were a few times that he was on the ground yesterday on his back with a trainer um, who was twisting his torso and his hips. Uh, he's been having a hip issue as well. Whether the knee injury and the hip are related, I don't know. Um, but sure didn't seem to, to mind him or to bother him much. And when he put together the kind of round he did. Um, so we'll see. You know, he's going to be a factor some way or another. Uh, everybody always wants to know about Tiger Woods. Um, he had trouble with the greens. Um, and, that, and I guess that maybe goes along with his age as well. Um, more and more recently you've heard him say, I was never able to, to, to find the speed on the greens, or I struggled with, with the speed. And he struggled again. Um, he was 131st in the, the, the key putting um, statistic in the 156-man field. That's not very good. Um, he almost didn't make the cut, but he made a birdie on 16. That got him in. It was a 72, and he's eight shots behind. Um, McElroy, uh, who I mentioned earlier, put together four straight birdies around the turn and then made a triple bogey on the 12th hole, three putting from seven feet. So that pretty much took care of those four birdies. Uh, he had a 69 and was seven shots behind. The world's number one player, Justin Thomas, um, also had to rally to make the cut on the number. And he and 
Jordan Spieth will be going off early this morning out there in California. Uh, while it's PGA Championship Week, um, we also have had a busy week locally. Um, lots going on, and, and we have had some, some good performances by uh, some, some pretty good players. Uh, Rick Stimmel won the Tri-State PGA's Lynx Brewing Company Stableford Championship. <laughs> He had 23 points, and he nearly doubled uh, the closest competitor to him. Three guys finished at 12 points behind him. And you remember, you, you may remember last week I told you that Katie James from Fox Chapel, um, she won her second consecutive West Penn Golf Association Women's Amateur, uh, it's now two weeks ago at Green Oaks. And she was all excited because she was going to go to um, Lebanon Country Club this past week and play in the state women's amateur. And darn if she didn't go down there and win that too. Uh, it was shortened to a 36-hole event because of uh, weather issues, but it's still a state state championship. And good, and good for her. Um, this week coming up, uh, the State Open will be at Oakmont, the 10th through the 12th. And that, of course, will be a big deal for um, the, the field, which I'm sure will be big. And um, <laughs> the boys will get a large taste of reality when they get over there and, and, and see what Oakmont can do to them. Um, we also had the West Penn Open this past week at um, Shanapin. Um Mark Getz, um, a young man from Greensburg, won the event, and he's going to join me a little later, and we'll talk about that. But somebody else who was in the field was interesting was Rachel Rohanna. Uh, the young lady who from Waynesburg who um, is trying to make it on the LPGA Tour. And uh, I guess she's played in this for a few years. <laughs> she got paired with Justin Moose, the guy from uh, Irwin, who competes in the long drive championships. Um, so that was an interesting contrast. Uh, Rachel is, and I say this in a, in a joking manner, is like five foot nothing, maybe five foot two. I don't know. Uh, Justin is six three or six four, and they went out and played. And she said it was good. She said it was it was, uh, you know, not as intimidating as she thought it was going to be. And you know, she was able. She was in distance of him off the tee. So that that was fun. So she leaves on Wednesday uh, after her round was finished, drove home to Waynesburg, got her family. Her dad was going with her for sure because he was going to caddy for her. Um, and she drove back out to Toledo. She had been there the week before playing um, at 
Inverness in, in the, the big LPGA event there. The LPGA stayed in Toledo and played um, in the Marathon Classic uh, at another one of Toledo's good golf courses. And she shot 70-75 and, and missed the cut. And she'll come home. Well, I'm sure she's home by now. And then she'll get ready for another event, LPGA event, in Phoenix next week. And then she's going to catch her breath and, and uh, relax for a little bit. Um, but, you know, she keeps she keeps knocking at that door trying to get into the LPGA. She certainly hits it long enough. But as she said the other day at Shanapin, um, she's been fighting her putter um, for a while. And um, that's a good way to... <laughs> Um, get yourself in trouble if, if you can't make, especially putts that you know you can make, um, and, it, and that makes that makes a big difference. So that's what's happening um, here. This that's what's happened this week. Next week um, is the state open at Oakmont, and. Um, it's it's one of those kind of off weeks, um, and then we'll get back back to work, I guess, for those guys who are playing in, in the events. It's uh, kind of a shortened season, and um, they'll get back at it, and um, hopefully we can all keep playing golf and um doing what we like to do as we get closer and closer to kids going back to school, um, maybe, kids uh, playing, you know, varsity sports, maybe. Um, 2020 will certainly be one to remember for all of us, but we've had a, we have had a really good uh, representative year by golfers from, from western Pennsylvania and the number of good amateur players continues to grow. And um, I think we're going to be a force for a while. Um, and you're going to hear a lot of familiar names out on these bigger tournaments. And um, that'll certainly be fun to see. All right, it's time for our first break. Um, we're going to do that now. Uh, have a 2020 sports update. Pay a couple bills, and then we're going to be have one of my favorite guests is going to join us uh, in the next segment, and um, you'll enjoy hearing from her as much as I do every time she's on the show. You're listening to the Golf Show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. 